The Will You Grow Show goes live Sundays 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern. To receive notifications, click the subscribe button beneath this video or visit YouTube's Will You Grow channel to see more shows and videos. And now, here's Will You founder Angelique Meadow with this week's Will You Grow Show. Welcome to the Will You Grow Show. How are you? My name is Angelique and I'm here to ignite your inner courage to liberate yourself from limitations. I'm the founder of Will You and WillYouGrow.com, an inspirational multimedia company that provides personal growth and joy through education, conversation, and adventures in nature. Our weekly grow shows, like the one you're watching today, begin by tackling touchy subjects that'll tickle your tempestuous thoughts, fan your eternal flame, and salve your soul with hope. Halfway through, we'll take a 60-second look at what people have to say about us and share any news about goodies we've created just for you. Then we'll go hands-on to talk fun tips and tools to begin implementing today's lesson into your life. Here in the studio with me today are our audio aficionado, Ben. Hi, everyone. Hooray! And our video, Santa Neil. Good morrow. They help make this show happen while sharing their colorful quips and commentary. Today's episode is sponsored by Life and Nature, who keep our hearts beating and our world turning, and by the Carrie Campbell Foundation, which supports creative video content that increases love among all people. Love that! We say thank you to the Carrie Campbell Foundation and each and every sponsor and donor. We also thank each and every viewer who hits the like, share, and subscribe buttons today. We're grateful and glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Contentment. Is it possible? Does contentment sound like a fantasy? Some sort of Pollyanna pipe dream only discussed by monks on faraway mountaintops. Many of us think so. And with our current state of affairs on the planet, the concept of contentment may seem even more outlandish. So what is contentment? According to MiriamWebster.com and Dictionary.com, contentment is the feeling and showing of satisfaction, happiness, and an ease of mind. So how much of our contentment lies within us versus with our circumstances? Some of us may get our feathers ruffled by this. However, there is good with the bad. Although we have wars, pandemics, eugenics, gender and color dynamics, drama and disagreements surrounding us, how peaceful we are is determined by us. If we get angry, we are angry. No one can make us be something we're not. That's on us. Although we may not have known or understood ourselves well enough to direct our behavior in the past, we can learn to direct it now. The moment that I really accepted this fact that my feelings and my actions and behaviors were my responsibility was when I read Wayne Dyer's book. And as the story goes, he talked about an example. And the example was, if I am sitting alone in a room and I am angry and I believe I'm angry at someone, and that someone is not there, who is making me angry? Since no one else is in the room but me, 
I am responsible for my anger. No one else is responsible for my feelings. And that can be a hard pill to swallow when we've been brought up to blame other people and other circumstances for how our life turned out. But the good news with this is once we do choose to recognize that we are responsible, we can make changes and make our life more content. The question is, will we choose consciously? At the end of last Sunday's show, we posed a question to help us evolve and become more conscious of our choices. The question is posed to help us decide what to do. The question is, quote, Does what I'm about to do add contentment or chaos? Another way to say it is, Does what I'm about to choose add contentment or chaos? And chaos is also known as unhappiness. This question is something to consider. Why might we choose unhappiness over contentment? It happens a lot. So why might we do that? The problem we encounter when considering whether or not to retrain our mind to be content is that we've been benefiting from the discontent, usually in an unconscious way. There are many reasons that we may consciously or unconsciously choose unhappiness. Here are the 10 sneaky reasons why we may be opting to be unhappy. Again, trigger warning. This may hit on nerves because it's true. But once we can accept this fact, we can make changes and make things better. 1. We may think that life is chaos. So when life is quiet or peaceful, we may judge that life is boring and nothing's happening. If we cannot sit still to enjoy a sweet breeze or the flight of a bird for more than a mere moment before we seek some sort of chaos to distract ourselves from our anxiety, then this applies to us. Number two, we may be afraid of the unknown. If all we've ever known is chaos then we may keep our life full of chaos to avoid a void. Avoid the quiet space, which may involve unknown elements. 3. We may be afraid of making decisions, so we create chaos as a means to delay decision-making. Number 4. We may be afraid of making a mistake, so we choose chaos as a means to not choose and therefore not make a mistake. Number five, we may be afraid of success, so we create chaos to interfere with our success. Number six, we may be afraid of failure, so we create chaos as an excuse to fail. Number seven, we may have general fear, which can lead to erratic decision-making and general chaos. Number eight, we may be overly critical of ourselves, thinking, that we could or should do better. So we create chaos as a means to excuse our less than perfect performance. Number nine, we may desire to be a hero or a warrior. We may create chaos as a battle to conquer, thereby appearing heroic or warrior-like. Number 10, we may hold a belief that we are not worthy of a happily content life. And now, what to do about it? 
The question is, will we continue to invite unhappiness? If we've chosen to benefit from discontent in any of those 10 ways in the past, we have been inviting unhappiness. It may be the only way we've ever known life to be, and it may seem like the only way life can be. If we relate to the idea that dissatisfaction and discontent are the norm, then here are some reasons that we might consider contentment as an alternative. Chaos, dissatisfaction, and unhappiness is not the only way of life. Chaos, however common and however much a part of life as it is as a whole, is not the only way to live, and it certainly is not the healthiest. Here are some of the results of an unhappy life. As shown on the American Psychology Association website, quote, compared with their grandparents, today's young adults have grown up with much more affluence, slightly less happiness, and much greater risk of depression and assorted social pathology, unquote, notes Hope College psychologist David G. Myers, Ph.D., author of the article, which appeared in the American Psychologist, volume 55, number one. He also said, quote, Our becoming much better off over the last four decades has not been accompanied by one iota of increased subjective well-being, unquote, also known as contentment. Also listed on WebMD, unhappiness, dissatisfaction, and discontent diminish overall well-being and can lead to obesity, depression, divorce, disease, and addiction and abuse of all sorts. I think that it should be apparent why we don't want to choose unhappiness. And we all think we want happiness, but the question is, is it possible to be happy and content? With practice, I can say from experience that it is possible to be content, even amidst external circumstances. Now, this is a moment-to-moment choice and a moment-to-moment challenge. So that does not mean that I have a blanket contentment over my entire life. (laughs) But the percentages of contentment have continually increased by doing certain things. And that's what I'd like to share with you today. Because I'd like all of you to be able to experience more contentment, more happiness, and more satisfaction with your lives. In the beginning, it can be challenging since discontent is a habit that needs to be broken that's just like any other addiction. And that's the way we need to treat discontent, like a bad habit that kills our satisfaction, peace, and happiness. As I'm still learning to be more content, I'll share a fresh and related story about my journey to contentment. Recently, I've been doing some energy work and it's been on my heart. Over my lifetime, I've noticed that there seemed to be what felt like a governor on my joy factor. A governor like it is on a car when you push down on the accelerator and it won't let you go past 100. Not that I've ever tried this. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I felt like there was something that just wouldn't allow me to move beyond what I could experience. It didn't mean that I didn't have contentment in my work and contentment in my friendships and a level of contentment in my family. It just felt like there was a heaviness in my heart that left kind of a wet, cold blanket over 
some of my experience. Now, for me, during this work, this energy work and this awareness in my heart, for me, the job in becoming more content was knowing that and accepting it. It wasn't trying to push down the pain or the hurt in my heart. It wasn't trying to pretend that it didn't exist. It wasn't having toxic positivity where I pretended that everything was fine and I told myself that everything was perfect because that was just a lie and it would have been denying my own personal reality and truth. But there is a level of contentment to knowing and accepting my state fully. That was really meaningful to me because my whole life I had been brought up to believe that you just push through, you just be positive, you just keep a straight, you know, a good smile on your face, you just keep on going, you do your job and you get up and you eat right and you actually, you know, all these things that people talk about, we don't always do them. But it isn't possible for me, or it wasn't possible for me to do all those things and reach contentment fully in my heart. So as I've done this energy work, the latest of which was last evening, something really significant happened for me. We got to this level where energetically it was recognized that the several different parts and chambers of my heart were not working in sync. They were not pumping in unison. And it explains a lot of different issues that I've had in my life, including really low blood pressure, sometimes feeling like I was going to pass out when I stood up, having low energy levels, uh, feeling like there were times when I could get really, really tired, more tired than would have been normal. So when we did this work, I literally could feel this weight. It wasn't just emotional. It was physical. I felt a physical component around the top of my heart move off of me. That wet blanket of pain and discontent with love situations in my life is no longer present. And I know that I am capable now of being able to experience a level of contentment that I never experienced before. So what I'd like to share with you and hopefully inspire you by and with is the fact that we can accept fully whatever level of pain we're in and be content that it is a process, that we are in a process. Contentment is not settling. It's not settling. Contentment is not saying, Oh, well, I have a bad heart. Oh, well, I've had a lot of pain in my life. That's just the way life goes, Chucky darn. Kick the dirt, you know, drink with the guys, whatever. It's not about that. It's not about settling and making life into a less than content and less than enjoyable experience. It's about expecting the, accepting the whole of me and expecting that it is a moving process. Life is moving. I am moving. Things are changing. My cells are constantly changing over and developing. My energy is changing. So I don't have to settle for the way that it's always been. I know that things are changing and I can be content with the process, which does involve patience and compassion for both my level of contentment and my pain that I was going through. So I hope that that has offered some inspiration for you on your journey.
Now, what can we do to be more content? Here are seven tips to greater contentment. Tip number one, clear ourselves energetically, emotionally, and physically. This may be done through prayer, fasting, sea salt baths, time in nature, meditating, energy work, creative arts, exercise, to name a few. And we at Will You offer lots of different opportunities to be able to help with that. And we also recommend people who are specifically qualified to help in the areas where you may have need. Tip number two, accept life as it is right now. Acceptance allows us to be satisfied with ourself and life. Both can change for the better and be accepted right now. Again, that's not settling. It's acceptance of life as it is right now. Tip number three, accept that everything changes. Everything is in flux and holds potential for a more enjoyable experience. Number four, tip four is refocus. Refocus on nature, beauty, joy, fun, love, hope, and whatever our mission is for this life. Tip number five, be our best. When we are and do our best, it's easier to let go and be content because we've done everything that we can. We don't have any regrets that we should have done it better. (laughs) Tip number six, be grateful. To be highly content satisfied, and even happy, we can focus on all for which we are grateful, rather than focus on focusing on what we're not grateful for. <laughs> tip number seven, the final tip, know our worth, not in a high-mannered way, but in a humble way. We can simply know that we are as worthy of contentment as any other being. We are worthy to experience contentment now and always. By refocusing away from what creates unhappiness, we build willpower and increase contentment. And each and every time we choose to refocus away from what makes us feel discontent and onto what makes us feel content, constructive, helpful, hopeful, joyful, and beautiful, We build our willpower. Each of us have the free will to choose what we focus upon. And in the past, our willpower muscles may have been inadvertently used to focus on our discontent and unhappiness. If we feel ourselves slipping into that old habit and we don't like it anymore, we can gently, calmly, and kindly say to ourselves, I focus on what I am grateful for. Or I focus on things that inspire me. As we seek this new focus, we shall find happiness, peace, and contentment. There's a whole lot of great information available about this topic of contentment, and I recommend researching it further to discover ways to experience more contentment in your life. And now, we'll turn it over to you to consider. Will you choose to be more content more often? While you choose to think on it, we'll take a quick break to see what people have to say about us. When we come back, we'll hear what the crew has to say and talk tips and tools to increase contentment with Mother Nature.
The Will You Grow Show will now take 60 seconds to check in with you. If you're wondering how to apply a Grow Show topic to your life, here's what people say about mentoring with Angelique. If you're asking who she is to me, first of all, it's just her contagious smile. So that, and that's the spirit with inside her that, you know, helps create that smile. She's always easy and comfortable to go to in any situation. Doesn't matter what it is. It can be something simple that you're going to laugh about, or it can be something that's a little more serious that, you know, she's going to give you uh, a really strong, positive answer that's going to help you. I can have a lot of negativity, you know, uh, at times in my life, you know, where you, you want to be, you want to be positive, but, you know, you can find a, a little bit of a darker side. You can dwell on a little bit of like, ah, oh, you know, poor me or pitiful me and everything. But with Angelique on board, you just, it's not, it's not allowed in a sense. And, and thank God that it's not. She's just always been supportive. You don't have to ever not know that she's not gonna be there. And if you know her, it's just that simple. She is that person that brings willpower. She's that person that's, that's always positive in your life. This is your girl. Um, <laughs> self-care is not selfish. If you really wanna dig deep and stop living on the surface, then schedule a conversation with Angelique. If you wish you had notes for today's show topic, your wish is granted. You can receive free weekly articles emailed to you every Sunday that match the show topic. And you'll have free anytime access to all prior articles, shows, adventure videos, affirmations, personal success stories, and the latest happenings at Will You. Here's what to do. Just click show more in the description box. Then click the link for your free weekly inspirational article. Type in your email address, hit enter, and you're set. You'll start getting free weekly articles in your inbox every Sunday. And you'll have free anytime access to hundreds of inspirational ideas and support from Will You. Get your free show notes by clicking free weekly articles in the description box. Welcome back. And now let's hear what the crew has to say about today's topic. I'm taking this one. I'm taking this one. Okay. Do it. Um, I'm, I think I'm super fortunate. So it's almost... I'm just lucky enough that I don't have a lot of things in my life that force me out of contentment, I guess. Um, which means that as Angelique was going through some of the practices that you can use to reach toward contentment, I was realizing how bad I was. <laughs> Because <laughs> I didn't really have to use them that much. You're overly content? Is um, that what you're saying? Well, I'm, I'm type B. I'm not <laughs> like a super ambitious person. I'm not a perfectionist. Um, and I've just been super lucky always. <laughs> You've managed to uh, accept life as it is. It's it's I, I think my life is pretty easy to <laughs> accept. But uh, I, I definitely... There's things where I, looking back and realizing I wasn't content or, uh, um, you know, I was allowing stress to trigger impulsivity or just make stupid decisions, take a fun time and just snowball it into, you know, three days of just chaos, basically. Um, and so... I'm recognizing the value of these techniques and seeing that even someone who would call themselves content could use them. Um, 
I guess that's all I have to say because I'm still absorbing some of this content and how I can apply it. There you go. Well, I've I've done. I've felt all ten of the items, as I'm sure everyone out there has. Each and every one of them. And so, like I say every week, I'm a work in progress. So, I, I try to keep chaos out of my life. Sometimes it's difficult, but I do my best. I have managed to accept life as it is. But I have, there are fears. There's fear of, of money, with that silly fear. I still have those, so I'm try, still trying to work through those. And now you have given me and all of us tools to use to to try and fix that in our lives so that we can be more content. So I will strive to do those tools, keep you abreast of the situation <laughs> and how my progress is going. Because I'm not... Sometimes I'm content, I feel content, but there's many times I don't. And you were talking about the anger. That was funny because just last night... <laughs> I was angry about something, and my wife and daughter were in the room, and I'm just shouting and yelling. And I wasn't shouting and yelling at them, but at whomever it was that made me angry. The energy yes. was in the air, chaotically. Yep. yep. I do find, though, that some people feed on chaos. They have to have it. They don't know any other way, and they and they have to if they if they're not getting it naturally, then they'll create it. And I just don't understand that at all. That's no way to go through life, in my humble opinion. So they're obvious. They obviously need <laughs> the steps. That well, you, were about. you know, we all get to choose. Some yeah. people actually find their own level of benefit. It doesn't exceed or reach the level of joy, mm -hmm. but there is a sense of control if one is implementing their own chaos in their life. And I really reward you with my own uh, honor. I just really honor the process of you listening to those 10 mm -hmm. and finding the ways that you may benefit from being discontent from being dissatisfied or unhappy right. and those are not things to criticize ourselves those okay. are things to say okay this is a golden nugget of now i know what i've been doing that's actually causing me more discontent in my life right. so when you do feel that chaos that's a great opportunity to say oh how am i benefiting from this chaos right now how am I benefiting from this dissatisfaction right now? Is it Does it mean that I can go to the fridge and eat a whatever? Does right. it mean that I can have another beer? Does it mean that I can watch something on TV that I ought not to? Does it mean that I can, uh, you know, leave work early and go for, you know, whatever? You know, what I'm saying, right. we, we need to kind of get curious about our own inner workings of how we've been benefiting from that thing that we say we don't want. Chaos, stress, anxiety, fear. There's a benefit there or we wouldn't do it. And and honor that and say, okay, right. that's the best way I knew how to handle my situation. But 
now I know some tools I didn't know before, so I can choose. Yeah. Mine is the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep the fridge stocked, so that's... Ish. Yeah, well, yeah, you have to have I could have 24 stressors have before to have I got to go. have to have a beer fridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have a beer fridge. Yes. When really, uh, the frustration probably... Maybe it's the placebo effect of I hear the can cracking open and I feel better. But it's, you know, if I didn't go do that and I just went and got a glass of water, it'd probably be 30 seconds or whatever before, oh, well, that inclination or whatever is gone because I really wasn't even that stressed. But that it, it was enough stress to have that excuse of to go to the fridge. So when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine has been in the past, not so much now, but in the past, yelling about it, getting angry about it, getting it out of my system, and then it's gone. <laughs> it's not a good way to do it, but better the better way. Than the kids. Yes, better than better than going and you know sucking down on a bunch of potato chips. No, no, I don't yell at anyone. I just yell. I'm just walking around the house. <laughs> And the girls are just looking at me like, oh, <laughs> Speaking of chaos, I've, I've had a couple of coworkers before that uh, exclaim at, at the smallest thing, the smallest yeah. problem or whatever. And so obviously that calls attention to them. Uh-huh. And so everybody stops and is looking over and like they've already fixed it, you know. So right. I've had a few people I have to train myself like, okay, that's just their thing. That's just their energy. So. <laughs> Just how let they, them do that. It's how they flow through life. Wait for the second yell before I... <laughs> <laughs> Never hear, though. Oh, no. no. Never hear? What does that mean? It, there's, never, it's never chaotic here. Never chaotic <laughs> Oh! This is a chaos-free zone. <laughs> chaos-free Thank you. Thank you. Ain't no chaos allowed here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And yes, that is very much a conscious choice because I've found that the chaos drains my energy and then Definitely. I can't do the things that I actually want to accomplish. So it just stacks more, it drains your energy, it stacks more stress on you, just keeps it going, does. And going and going and going. It just builds. Until... Right, right, right. Well, as we think about whether we're going to, you know, crack a beer or crack some, you know, <laughs> loud yelling, um, how we choose to channel our discontent is our, also our choice. Mm-hmm. And we can channel that discontent to do all sorts of things, you know, whether it's the the strongman guy who uses his anger to lift cars and win a competition or, you know, someone who... Um, yogis who channel their sexual energy to complete projects or you know what are we going to do with our anger or our frustration or our apathy what are we going to do with it you know most, let it fester most of us can i blame it on the circumstance or the people like right. with the wayne dyer book like oh it's mm-hmm. not my fault that i'm angry well there's something some way we're benefiting from it yeah we can we can get that we can figure that out mm-hmm. and then the next question is what are we going to do with it what are we going to do with it? And if we're really angry and we can feel it in our body, I know for the time, the times that I have had that, I have had to go exercise. Yeah. And if I exercise regularly, which is what I choose to do, I, I can feel that I keep myself at a more content level. You're sweating it out. 
Sweating to the oldies. Sweating to the stressies. <laughs> yes. And just another curious um, fact, in working with a lot of alcoholics, when they are actually thirsty, like dehydrated, their body is calling for water, but they drink a beer or whatever alcohol they're drinking. Mm. And so they have found that it curbs addictions if they drink a glass of water first mm. ah. before yeah. their body is not only getting satisfied, but it's not getting further dehydrated. Yes. So if you can drink a glass of water for every beer you drink, you're going to reduce the number of beers and you're going to be yep. healthier. <laughs> and every glass of water is detoxing your body. So that's a good thing. It's also interesting, um, some of the alcoholics that I've worked with intentionally create chaos so they have to go have a beer. There you uh, go. Oh, my day has been so stressful. I've got to go have a, you know, oh, these what I'm saying. Oh, work. You that know? commute. They'll, oh, drive you, they'll drive you to drink. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, again, a way, a way to benefit from our discontent. Yep. So as we unravel ourselves and choose to be more content, I thank you gentlemen for your honesty, your, your care and your willingness to share who you are. Always. And with that said, now it's metaphysical tool time. Today's tools consist of a stone, animal, and a healing plant. As always, the information included is for educational and entertainment purposes only and are not a substitute for medical advice. As always, you are fully responsible for your choices. We do not encourage the worship of any healing tool mentioned in this or any video. We encourage everyone to appreciate the divinity within everything. Let's begin with today's healing color and stones. Ben, what can you share with us about gold and golden crystals? The following information is from crystalvaults.com. Pale gold crystals, like golden barrel and citrine, are the best all-around crystals when your goal is to improve overall happiness and contentment. Pale gold crystals, such as spun flax, are the crystals of happiness, cheerfulness, and contentment. They feel similar to the colors of the rays of the sun and are the color and symbol of power and wealth. Crystals that possess this light gold color ray provide us with the simple pleasures life can offer, which is perfect when looking for satisfaction. Thank you, Ben. And our healing insect for today is the caterpillar. Neil, would you share with us about the caterpillar and its pertinence to today's topic? Of course I will. And you can find the following information. It's from whatsyoursign.com. Because of their association to moths and butterflies, caterpillars are a symbol of evolution and transformation. Specifically, caterpillars convey a unique level of patience as they surrender to the process of transformation. Now, let's face it, once a caterpillar begins the process of transforming into a winged beauty, there's no turning back. In essence, the caterpillar is a symbol of never looking back on the old versions of ourself or our life or things that didn't go as hoped. Rather, the caterpillar encourages plowing forward with ever-evolving, more brilliant versions of our beauty and potential. Oh, that was lovely, Neil. Thank you very much. And today's healing flower is the Verbicina virginica. And any botanists that are out there, feel free to correct my pronunciation. <laughs> 
The Verbicina virginica are easy to grow members of the aster family and go by many names, all of which are just as sweet. But let's take a moment to really take in this amazing, amazing plant. Beautiful, tall, waves. It waves with the wind. Beautiful little white clusters. Has a very light, delicate scent. Super pretty. It's one of my favorite of the fall. They just fill the fields. Some of its names are frostweed, white crownbeard, ice plant, iceweed, virginica, Virginia crownbeard, Indian tobacco, and richweed. For the sake of today's article, we'll call it ice plant. These beauties grow to three to six feet in height and partial shade and bloom with white flowers every fall in East Tennessee. They spread rapidly and are self-seeding. Flower heads are three to six inches across. Large leaves give a tropical appearance to the plant. When winter brings ice, water seeps from the stems and freezes into fascinating ice sculptures, hence many of its common names. This flower is native to moist forest edges, open woods, and on the banks of streams. Flowers are an exceptionally good nectar source for both butterflies and bees. The use of the ice plant, as described by Native American Choctaw tribes in Louisiana, is a root water to drink. The root of the plant is pounded and then soaked in water for a few hours, but is not boiled. This extract is drunk during attacks of fever. Isn't it wonderful to know just how beautiful and useful these lovely flowers are? So, to sum things up, to allow ourselves to experience more contentment, we can first change our focus by asking, what's going right right now? And we can cleanse ourselves energetically, emotionally, and physically from negativity with prayer and a sea salt bath. We might also bring more beauty into our yard by planting an ice plant and wear a golden gemstone while saying an affirmation to remind us that we are worthy of contentment. So what say ye? Will you allow yourself to be more content? Share your thoughts and feelings in the comments section so we may grow in strength and willpower together. As always, we thank you for watching and sharing time with us. If you liked today's show, we'd be honored if you'd hit the like button and let us know that you like what we're doing. Hit the subscribe button and the bell to receive all new shows and hit the share button to share this message with people you care about. We ask for these things because each time you like, subscribe, or share our videos, they become more visible via YouTube, which allows more new people to find and watch the video and receive inspiration and tools for their healing. Your likes, your shares support healing. And that's what we're all about. And to receive free goodies from us and see our other YouTube channels, check out our description box. If you'd like some personal support to put down your burdens of discontent, schedule your complimentary conversation with me by clicking the link in the description box or go to willyougrow.com to learn more. And I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. What do you got to lose? And now, we bid you adieu. Take excellent care of your very fine self, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Always with love, I send to you, from Angelique.
For more information about programs offered by Will You, Mentoring with Angelique, and to watch video success stories from clients, explore willyougrow.com. If you or your company are interested in inspiring our mutual audience by sponsoring this or another of our programs, let's talk about it. Boost viewer confidence and trust in your company. Call 1-833-WILL-YOU, then press extension number 6. Make sure to click the subscribe button to get reminders before upcoming shows.